0: Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 18. I'm Ron Burgundy. In this episode, JFG Ash loves the letter P and trains. Love trains. JFG Alex says the number three. I don't like it. Ubisoft bring a refreshing notion to the table, calling cool, it. Bullshit. And also, the fuckwit gets all dorky about card games. Top trumps, but in The Witcher Three. Just so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And if not, go and play some Gwen.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode eighteen. My name is Alex, and once again I am joined by my good friend Ash. Hello, Ash.
0: Hey, buddy. How's it going? Oh yeah, it's
1: all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you?
0: You alright. Oh yeah? yeah, you're all right. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right, buddy. What's uh, <laughs> what's new with you?
1: Um, I've been playing a lot of games this week to make up of uh, make up for the absolute lack of anything last week. Um, obviously, my cause was helped by the PS Plus stuff, but yep. it was hindered by PSN just being fucking down for a while as well, for no reason.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> <always>. <laughs> How
1: about I... you? How's your week been?
0: Um, yeah, been playing um, not as many games as you. I've had a go at a couple of the... Um, PS Plus games, but mainly uh, other stuff. I've been learning in more HTTP 5, HTML 5, looking into Bootstrap now, which is, you know, special forms of uh, coding. So our website will work on all devices. Um, So I'm learning that at the moment. Uh, which is going really well. I'm getting all like different fancy transitions, so our icons and shit move nice. So yeah, learning stuff. So yeah, it's
1: going good, buddy. Well, that's very exciting.
0: Yeah, because I'm looking at our website and it's uh, it's pretty dog shit, mate. It's, it's not it's not very impressive.
1: <laughs> you only think that now because of all the exciting new skills that I you're know. up.
0: At the time, I was like, this is the fucking, this is the shit. Look at this. And it oh, like, yeah. Looking at it now, I'm like, that's very, very lame. Incredibly lame. But hey it'll get better, which I'm happy about. Beautiful thing. Yeah, just in case you don't know, the website, it's uh, www.justiceforgamers.com. Mmm, self-plug.
1: Oh, yeah. Check it out. Go there and look at stuff.
0: Do you forget
1: that like, new people
0: might just listen to this? Just like come across it and be like, oh yeah, that's something new.
1: I try not to think about that, if I'm honest. Um, Every time we get a new Twitter follower, I presume they may well have listened to us having a chat in one of the uh, 17, 18 weeks we've been doing this. Uh, And that's weird, I think. So uh, obviously it's preferable, rather than it's just talking amongst ourselves and then putting that on the internet to no one but I I, I can't really get my head around the thought that someone somewhere else um, would be listening to me talking
0: yeah literally um, anyone across the
1: world right now it could happen weird the Queen the Pope, yep. Yep, the Pope. David Beckham yeah um, and Victoria
0: yeah true <laughs>
1: <laughs> this could happen but yeah for the most part I just don't really think about that. <laughs> um, this week we are not in
0: uh, in just pants. Well, I don't know. You might be. I'm I'm fully clothed because the weather has seemed to have um, normalized. I guess you could call it.
1: Yep, it's been raining here for most of the day. I love it. And big, it isn't big fan. It is no longer a t- scorcher. No, Than it me. was. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's that's pretty much enough waffling on from me, and uh, probably for yeah. You I suppose we well. should
1: uh, we should probably get into what we've been playing. Do
0: you want
1: to kick us off? Uh, yeah, go on then.
0: So uh I have finished off episode three of Tales of the Borderlands or From the Borderlands, I never remember which one it is. Yeah, but, you know, Telltales, Borderlands whatever, storyline. Um I I'm kind of remember what happened. I don't know, it's it's pretty gripping stuff, you know, as yeah, you know, I'm selling it <laughs> to you right now. Now nah, it was cool, like like it was a good experience doing it, um but we, we know, well, we've spoken about Telltale games anyway. Uh, I'm looking forward to episode four and five. Uh, I will finish it because it's a cool story. Uh, I am currently going back over. Um, I finished episode three and then I was like, um, about halfway through, I was like, yeah, I really wish I hadn't made that decision. So then I went back to the that point. So that erased my second half of the game, which was like about, I don't know, an hour and a half's work worth right. playing and i chose the different option and what i thought in my head was going to happen didn't happen and i was really pissed off about it which sucked uh, so you
1: are not the uh, clairvoyant you thought you were before
0: well, no 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 like there, there was an option yeah so you can either give this girl a flower or keep it so i was like and i gave it to her and i was like after a while i was like i don't really want the story to go that way and then I went back and was like, oh, no, keep it, because I thought you'd keep it for someone else, but you literally just put it in your pocket, and that that's it. And then it, like, well, this, it explodes or whatever. And I was like, well, that's shit. That's not what I wanted to happen. I wanted to keep it and give it to some other bird later on when I'm like, ooh, here's a fancy flower for you or something. But, yeah, anyway, so I've got to redo that last hour and a half again, which is great. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I'm really, (laughs) really happy about that. Um, But yeah, uh, apart from that, uh, like you say, PSN was down um, because it's been really shit. It was down on Friday, wasn't it? And down yesterday as well. Um, Yeah. Which which wasn't yesterday being Tuesday, which was not cool because uh, yesterday I was going to sit down and play like Metal Gear Solid, I think. I had it in my head all day. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get back bust that open see how, see how it goes and um, no I couldn't do it because of our sherry sherry game thing uh, I have to be logged yep. in online to to play whatever games I've bought or whatever and uh, yeah I couldn't do that so I ended up playing uh, The Last of Us Remastered which I still haven't finished by the way I ended up playing that for about I don't know, two and a half hours, and I, I, I can't believe how good it is. You know, like I, I, I remember it being really awesome, um, but it was just so smooth. Like everything about it was just fluid. Like, it, like it, there wasn't any jolty bits. I mean, there's the classic thing where obviously you can't jump up everything or go in certain areas because you know it's uh, like. Um, like a narrative game or whatever, you have to follow like that story and go in that direction. Because otherwise, if you walked away from it, then that wouldn't happen. And, yeah,
1: it would Very linear. Weird. But yeah, exactly. Um, but, I'm not having to go at it for that. No, God, God One no. of the things I liked about it, in Yeah, fact.
0: definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's just such a good game. Uh, I completely forgot all the controls when I booted it up because it's been I don't know, like six months maybe longer since I last played that easily yeah yeah and I, I I remembered like the listening button after about half an hour like if you hold it down you can like see where people are I was like oh yeah that's that that would have been helpful like half an hour ago when I started uh, just bumbling about like trying to shoot people with me bow and arrow being stealth like and failing miserably but yeah um I really like it I'm not a big fan of like the uh what are they called like the freakers or whatever they are, I can't remember them. Clickers, name. clickers. There you go. I played it yesterday. I'm like, yeah, those those ones that I can't remember the name of already. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> the plant people. Yeah,
0: you know the annoyed, yeah. I, I don't like that side of it. Uh, I don't know why. From I, a I,
1: horror horror thing, you just. Yeah. If you don't like it because it's scary. Is that why, or or is it? Yeah, it, it just
0: gives me that m- like motion of uh, uneas- uneasiness or whatever the word I'm trying to get out. I guess it's uneasiness. Or they are really scary. Unnerving. They really are. And, and so, that you, like, you have to be all stealthy. I, I can't stand. Well, well, yeah, I, I can't stand scary games. So I, I love all the action scenes and like the stealth trying to get around. Like all like the minions that are there trying to kill you and stuff. I really enjoyed that. I can't. I'm trying to think where I was. I ju- I just managed to get over some bridge. I'm in the sewers now, uh, and the point where I stopped it was uh, when I got separated. Uh, spoilers. It got separated from uh, Ellie, uh, and I'm with um, the, the little brother. Of, uh, I yeah, know.
1: I know what you mean. Um, I think I think that's about halfway.
0: Yeah so I'm there and um, all the clickers turned up and I was like yep that's me done for probably another six months (laughs) so yeah Uh, but man like it's it's made me so excited um, for Uncharted 4
1: I know Naughty Dog man
0: Like, (laughs) like that game is a PS3 game and it's just been like tarted up and it just looks fucking awesome and runs so well on this console
1: i think it benefits from um, from being a, a remaster the fact that the assets were originally ps3 and it was upgraded means that it just it just runs so nice because you know the console can hack it pretty much all the time yeah i see what and you're saying. um yeah it's just it's really nice it just feels great to play and um as that's what I was saying about Uncharted. Like, if you go back to Uncharted Three or or, or the earlier ones, um, you really miss the slick controls of yeah, The Last of Us totally, in those games.
0: Totally, which is I, why I it's so, agree with you.
1: so exciting. Uncharted Four it's going to yeah. have that slickness to it, as well as being a game world that I think I prefer to The Last of Us. Is sort of scary, zombie-rific sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Very cool, man. You need to finish that
0: game. Uh, um, yeah, I ho- hopefully I will. Um, I I don't know when, um, just because
1: you, you've probably only got like three or four years left to finish it before the next one comes. <laughs> <out>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should, It should be alright. I just, yeah, I can't. I can't stand <laughs> like the the tense zones and like you know where it goes all dark and I'm like, I don't know, it just completely puts me off playing it. I don't know why. Well, I know why, because I'm found a, um, a schoolboy
1: bitch. but <laughs> The further I got into it, the uh, more I died and the less I was frightened because th- the act of dying over and over again kind of took the edge off of the tension.
0: Yeah, I guess what you're saying, yeah.
1: Not necessarily a good thing. I'm no. just a bit spack, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it does make life a little bit less terrifying for you yeah, for true. the second half.
0: But um, apart from that, really, um, I haven't been playing any more Destiny this week, unfortunately. Good. <laughs> but um, we we had a good game night on uh, Friday night. Uh, I, I did well on the drinking, I must say. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you were sm- all about it. Smashed it, mate. And uh, we did, uh, what did we do on GTA? We just did, stand- it was the week before that we did like the GT races that I found, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was really good some custom races sort of yeah. with the uh, bollards and stuff.
0: Yeah, so it was like um proper like kind of like street racing, I guess not street racing but like circuit racing which was cool. Uh I think um in the next couple of weeks because obviously not this week because we're going to be busy playing F1, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, um I think I'm going to try and find some like, go-kart circuits and stuff like that so we can go around in like lawnmowers or whatever, like the service things. We should be a giggle. So That'd That would be very that cool. That will be yeah. on the forefront, I think, of GTA Online, which we continue to play. <laughs> but um, that's that's pretty much me for the week. Uh, what about you, buddy?
1: Okay, I'll get the normal shit out of the way first. I've been playing GTA 5 um, and... There were several trophies that I didn't think I'd ever be able to get on that game. I thought it just kind of glitched out. Um, and then I loaded the story mode up the other day, and I got the the call for the private fair for the downtown cap company. Nice. Um, so I got that trophy. And then suddenly they all started coming thick and th- fast, as if the game was holding out on me. So uh, <laughs> I got the last missions for the um, for Trevor's arms race thing. Um, Something else popped up as well, so yeah, playing that again, but I won't talk about that um project cars I've been playing a lot of project cars this week because I feel like i I might not play very much more of it after Friday, so uh I hope that I do I hope that it's got enough in there with the British circuits and the the touring cars and stuff, but um i I would imagine once f, once we have f one if that game doesn't disappoint, then that's going to be the go-to racer from now on, and Project Cars might start collecting a bit of dust, but um, yeah, so I've been getting my fill of that and really enjoying it. It's just a cracking little game, that. I really like it.
0: Yeah, definitely, buddy. I'm totally on board with that.
1: Uh, So then, I tucked into this month's PS Plus games, Ash.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I did. I did play one of them um, for like half an hour whilst waiting for you. I played the um, was it Sticks Master of Shadows, but I'll what let did you talk you think? about it. Okay, uh, we'll jump in. Um, it's like a stealth game. That's p- the the like that good. I guess. <laughs> I d- yeah, I didn't... it feels.
1: Doesn't it feel like ten years old to you?
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels very dated. Like it feels like. Um, a poor man's like hitman or, or poor hitman yeah <laughs> poor <man. laughs> uh, it just <laughs> i don't know it, it didn't feel current i think that's that's the main no it thing.
1: doesn't it feels like um yeah when I used to go back to it it's like when i I played the follow up to the original thief about five years after it had come out it it all just feels a little bit old and dated but it's also quite charming um I quite like the character I think the voice yeah. acting's quite fun um and a lot of the gameplay's quite fun as well and the mechanics in that um it it feels low budget but it it's fun and I think I'm gonna play through it um which is a bit of a boon for for PS Plus of recent months because there's there's not been very much going on there recently. Um
0: no. no it's answer.
1: pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Uh I've, I've I've played the first sort of hour or so perhaps and uh, I don't know how long it is but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's it's a fun little game.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know if I'm going to go through the whole thing but I'll probably pick it up again and see where it takes me. Um, I I did find like I was getting caught out a bit more than I thought I should be um, in it, but that's probably my inept skill at the game.
1: <laughs> it's not exactly got um, Uncharted's level of wall climbing and stuff either. Find you find yourself getting caught on boxes and stuff, yeah. and ended up getting found out because of that. Um, also I was getting some strange glitching when the camera was panning around corners where the screen seemed to flash I wasn't sure if I was having a seizure or if there was something (laughs) wrong with the game but um, it just all feels a bit unpolished and a bit old gen Um, but it's I think the the base game there is is interesting and, and quite fun so I'll probably persevere with it
0: yeah give it a go buddy but, yeah. It's
1: not like Ether 1 where it's borderline unplayable.
0: Mm, no, I never went back to that after what you said, to be honest.
1: <laughs> awful, awful. It's, it's actually been patched twice since the last time I loaded it up, but I just I can't even be bothered. I'm not yeah. even going to check and see if they've made improvements there. Fair <laughs> Um Real shame, that one. Um, and then I played Entwined, which... Uh, I mean just who cares frankly Was well, it it's like um, a dual
0: stick something yeah I remember. you're
1: just flying through a tunnel uh, you've got left stick controls one of your thing is the right stick controls the other and you fly through um, circles that have gates on them basically and you have to position the sticks to put the two things through the gates I, I just I don't sounds care sounds riveting at all yeah <laughs> Just deleted it. Um, Cool. Mousecraft is... Is it that Lemmings? uh, I can't remember. It's Lemmings. Yeah, okay. It is Lemmings. It's a shit Lemmings. Um, (laughs) I don't care about that. Uh, (laughs) I deleted that as well. Um, And the other one, Rocket League. Um,
0: We're going to play the shit out of this.
1: (laughs) It's such a baffling (laughs) game. I don't know... At what point they decided it was a good idea, but um, it's quite funny, um, but just incredibly difficult, as you'd expect in a car trying to move a giant ball around. (laughs) Um,
0: Sounds great.
1: Probably good fun. As I think I said last week, if you were just drunk at all times, then... You'd pr- it'd probably be your favourite game. It's just really stupid. But uh, graphically really nice. Plays really smoothly. It'll, it's all quite, you know, the controls nicely and everything. But just the concept of a radio-controlled car football game is just <laughs> unbelievable. The, the beta didn't have the option to play against the AIs. Um, and that's a bit of an experience. I did a four-on-four four, um, yesterday. And um, it's just complete carnage <laughs> just some sort of vague <laughs> semblance of AI um I think we'll have to pass judgment on it once we've played it with just our friends you know human, yeah, human opponents that, yeah I think that's how um, that game
0: is going to be played most of the time well all of the time it'll live
1: and die by that definitely yeah. <laughs>
0: of course it will.
1: um so yeah to be honest PS Plus this month uh, pretty shit if you yeah. ask me fairly poor um I mean, entwined Mousecraft, those are those, oh, probably worth a combined fiver, something like that. And um, Rocket League feels very sort of free to play, despite not being free to play. Um, and then Sticks, Master of Shadows, I mean, if, if that's the best we've got, then it's not a great month, is it? Quite no. frankly.
0: Not really. And the sale this so... month isn't really that great either, I must say.
1: No. Um, the only thing that stuck out on that. PSN uh, sale is that that um, arcade baseball game's like six pounds. Yeah, 50. I, I did see that. Was it
0: like five five no, ninety? Maybe
1: have a look at that.
0: Possibly.
1: We like our baseball.
0: <laughs> they, they did a review on Polygon and uh, they said it was like the best sports game of the year or something.
1: So. Yeah, I don't really trust that.
0: I don't know. I don't trust that.
1: But it might be worth a poke for the price.
0: But yeah, there's there's absolutely uh, nothing really worth... Or on the PS4, anyway, worth buying in that.
1: No. No. So the only other thing that I have played this week uh, is Deception 4 The Nightmare Princess.
0: Fucking... That sounds ace.
1: Which is a new demo that went onto the store this week um, of a game that's coming out... Um, well, it's out this week, as in if you're listening to the podcast, it's coming out in the next couple of days. Um, <laughs> it's a Japanese game featuring sort of manga style women. Um, it's, it's just boobs basically, nice. lots okay. of boobs. Um, Good. there's this incredibly convoluted story, bearing in mind this is Deception 4, so presumably there have been three before it. Um, and I'd know nothing about them and didn't play them. Um, so I just tucked into this completely blind, knowing nothing about the game. And uh, there's this mental convoluted story about uh, the devil um, creating three witches from his own being and then sending them down to Earth with his daughter to prepare Ooh. to take over the world or something. Um, it seems to be sort of medieval, sort of mythological times. Um, and uh, forget all that. Basically, you're this manga girl, Japanese manga girl, yeah. um, and they waves of enemies are sent to your castle. Uh, each each battle takes place in a different room, and the whole thing is basically orcs must die. So you've got traps, um, and you put the traps down. Um, you you can have the way to sort of play the game is to create combos from trap to trap so you can have uh, one that's a springboard that throws them onto a spiked wall and then a boulder falls down and knocks them one square to the left and there's a bear trap there (laughs) it's really bizarre (laughs) Um, unlike Orcs Must Die you can't attack anything yourself so it's the traps and nothing else the rest of the time you're just running away um very strange very strange game that's bas- as far as I can tell that is the game um, you've got a selection of traps you um you can bind them to the the um, the face buttons um, and then you can set them off in whatever order you want there's there was one that I played where um you could set off a switch with an arrow wall which caused a sword to come down and cut someone in half and then you could drop a boulder down some stairs and that rolled down and hit them as well um yeah don't know what else to say about it really that's what it is you it's a third person game so you can wander about and the the enemies will sort of slowly move towards you but you can just kind of sidle around them they never sort yeah of so run. like
0: when they're attacking they, they just go through the Traps? I don't, I don't get it. well.
1: You goad them into the traps. So when you put the traps okay. down, they appear as basically a one, two, three, four on the floor, glowing. Um, yeah. They've also got a cooldown on them. Those traps. And yeah, basically you, you set yourself up behind the traps so that the enemies will walk across them. There's very little AI going on here. Um, it's all just about killing these people in entertaining ways and you get points for it and get graded at the end of the level um
0: <laughs> it sounds quite strange game but yeah I'd, give it a go I'd prefer uh, to have uh Orcs Must Die 2 I think
1: well Orcs Must Die 3 or Unchained I think it's called that's still penciled in to come out on the new gen consoles so um oh yeah Ash and I played The ever loving shit out of Orcs Must Die 2 on the PC. Absolutely fantastic tower defense game. If you haven't seen it before, um, there's orcs, they come out of a door, they have to get to a portal, they follow a track, uh, and you can. It's a third person fighter where you can play co op and you shoot the shit out of them and you put traps down to slow them down. So there's tar pits and. Um, guillotines and uh, arrow walls it's it's all cartoony it's fantastic fun um, and we always hoped that one of those games would come to new gen and it is but we don't really know in what guise because I think they've changed a lot of things around yeah but yeah give this thing a go um, it's free too if you're on the Playstation then you can download it and give it a try It's really nicely presented and a very interesting concept. Whether there's enough to those mechanics to keep you interested or make you want to actually buy the full game, uh, I don't know. Probably not for me, but uh, possibly for you. So give it a try. Yeah... Now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
0: Ooh. Again? <laughs> what do you mean again? You know, don't just mean again. Another one. Another Fonz of Phoenix. So what have we got this week,
1: buddy? This week we have a Fonz from Ubisoft. Eh? Hey? You heard. No. Bullshit. <laughs> Calling it. It's lies. So um, Ubisoft CEO, uh, I'm going to have a go at this, here we go, Eve uh, Guillemot.
0: Uh, Yeah. What
1: do you reckon? Yeah? Yeah, mate. Uh, Ives Guillemot. um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, He was interviewed by The Guardian this week, and he was talking about um, some of the changes that they've made as a business over the last few years, uh, one of which I'll I'll leave until the news. Uh, That's not part of this particular Fonz. But one of the things he was focusing on was the fact that... um, Ubisoft have got various internal studios. Obviously they've got the sort of the big third parties as uh, not third party, they're still first party, but they're elsewhere or they're working on AAA's or whatever. But their sort of internal little setup of studios um they're actually allowed now to start work on stuff without even pitching it to the higher ups, provided it's cheap. Um he was quoting figures around the sort of um he said obviously if something's going to cost like 5 million dollars to make then they don't <laughs> they want their teams up, to just start yeah. working on it. But you know something that uh, they 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 feel they feel they can trust their small teams. So if a game's only going to cost a couple of hundred grand to make yeah. and it, it's unlikely that they wouldn't make that back then um they can use their imaginations and start making stuff. And he actually quoted um Ubisoft's internal studio Ubisoft reflections. Um their recent game Grow Home which has gone people have gone mad for on the PC they really like it i actually um predicted that it would be announced for console at E3 which didn't happen i wish it had but um that was actually started uh, they started work on that in complete secrecy they didn't bother telling anyone what they were doing or anything they just said we're working on a project um we're going to get it going and then show it off and um I just think that's a huge fonds for a, a studio that, you know, is such refreshingly creative for like a, a corporate monster.
0: Yeah, totally, buddy. Because Ubisoft have definitely fallen into the category of like a yearly franchise machine, churning out yes. Assassin's Creeds and you know what's it's and they've just... gone EA, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, they they have gone all EA on on their yearly. Uh turnarounds and um it is refreshing to see this kind of gesture or what have you um being said like hey guys you like making games like we we still probably need to make our yearly franchises but you know if you want to go off on a little tangent and make something a bit more creative or you know something that yeah, you might enjoy making? I don't know. <laughs> that would be a funny way of saying it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you, 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 yeah. If, if it's not going to be like a massive project, then go ahead and enjoy. I guess that's the... It's the, the trust the they thing, show isn't it? as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, yeah, you're to- totally right. It's a massive fonts. It's really cool, I'm, I'm guessing. Like you say, that game on PC is already like, uh, was it Grow Home? It's already, you know, people are going mad for it. So, but why, why not? Why not keep making stuff like that? It's like what we're saying about like um, these like indie games, but they're being like developed by like AAA, you know, designers and stuff like that, like Ori and the Blind Forest and stuff. Uh, these are the games that are, are capturing me and and um, I think you as well a lot more now than absolutely the standard yearly. What have you?
1: Well, you could also say, you know, a company like Ubisoft, it's almost their reward. It's almost that studio's reward for having got to the stage where they've got these, these, these AAA franchises that are, are big money spinners that they can release annually. Um, this is the reward for that stability at the top of the company is to allow creativity like this that's further true, down. That's
0: true. Yeah, so they can get different studios working on like smaller projects and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's so yeah, yeah. It gives him that extra equity to, you know, splash about, I guess.
1: Exactly. So he he basically said that. He said they'll continue to sort of flank their AAA stuff with smaller games like Valiant Hearts, Child of Light. Um, I've got a quote from him here actually. He uh, the managing director Pauline Jackie said uh, we're going to do a game that's so cheap we don't need your approval we have something that's already good enough when i saw it for the first time it was 60 percent done i like that approach when a project costs more than five million dollars we need to look at it because it can go wrong but when it's two (laughs) hundred thousand three hundred thousand they can make all the decisions they need to to make it happen and that was him talking about grow home Uh, and it's become basically a company policy now because that was such a success and that's cool
0: yeah, it's fantastic, buddy.
1: Good news. So that is a big old Fonz from Ubi. Oop. Makes a change. <laughs> it certainly does. And now it's time for the news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Um, This was going to be a phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. We we literally bashed Bungie, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago? Constantly. um, All the time. Um, So I (laughs) I went with something positive. Anyway, um, it turns out, it's emerged this week, courtesy of David Cross, that Bungie hired David Cross and Brian Posehn... Uh, this is David Cross the comedian. He's been he's he's written for so many shows. Probably his most famous role, uh Tobias Fionke on Arrested Development. Yeah. Uh he was the bald guy, the never nude. Um fucking hilarious, and his stand-up's excellent as well, uh, and readily available on YouTube, so go and have a look uh, Brian Posehn, who is a stand-up, a writer he's cameoed in loads of shows does a lot of writing for Adult Swim uh, stuff like Aqua Hunger Force and uh, um, Tim and Eric's awesome thingy <laughs> um, Bungie hired them the pair of them uh, they flew them up to Bungie HQ Um, to write the script for Peter Dinklage's ghost character in Destiny. Um, They basically were given the task of making Dinkelbot funny. Um, Yeah. And they did that. They wrote a script. They were very pleased with it. They were paid for their uh, troubles and headed home. And um, David Cross is actually a massive gamer, as you'll hear from the quote I'm about to read. Um, So he's kind of familiar with... He was, he, you know, he's a big gamer. He's got all the consoles. He plays the games. Um, and then, yeah, Destiny came out and they hadn't used a single line or anything that <laughs> either of them wrote <laughs> at any point. Um, and we know how that went after that because uh, everyone thought that uh, Dinklage's delivery and script was absolute shite, which it is. Yes. Um,
0: Unfortunately. So. <laughs>
1: Uh, This is what David Cross had to say. Uh, It's a shame because I've played Destiny quite a bit. I haven't played since I've been over here and working on Bob and David. But you know, when it came out, I was way into it and way excited about it. When you're at hour 20 of that thing, it's like the ghost is a kind of monotone saying this thing. We must get over the ridge. That's the Cabal. We've got to defeat him. Whatever is boring as shit, and I speak for myself and Brian, and I know thousands, if not millions, of other gamers that would be like, it'd be nice to have a joke or something in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely it would be. I mean, like, how quickly did that like just piss everyone off? I oh, know, and the thing is, like, um, when we played the alpha. And the beta, I think it was more the alpha, and I had Dinklage's voice in there, and everyone was like, "Oh, it doesn't sound like a robot, and it sounds really boring and stuff." And and everyone was like, including me, was like, "It's only an alpha, come on, guys, you know they're gonna do something to it," and then they made it a bit more robotic. Yeah, and they did. They they put some like nice effects on it, and it sounded more like a robot, but it still sounded like so dry and fuck yeah and I get I guess that's what they were going for because like they wanted that like they didn't want any like human element to it because it is a robot I guess but still like you know uh, oh, shit was the film that I watched the other day Not, uh, the other day was it like Elysium or something where he goes off into space and shit
1: yeah Matt Damon I believe, I believe the Matt, Matt
0: Damon, Damon has been, been in more than, more than one on space, space film, film. I think the one I was actually thinking of was Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, that their robots, they have like a humor setting and <laughs> you know, it's like humour <laughs> set to like ninety percent and then it's like starts counting down for a self destruct it's like as cracking. Like how funny is that? But still, yeah, like yeah, if Dinklage had it like a little bit like that, that, that would be good. But no. I think it
1: really does once and for all put to bed the well the the, the whole blame game. There, a lot of people were pretty annoyed with Peter Dinklage yeah. as if he'd sort of phoned it in, as if he hadn't made the effort. He's a poor voice actor, this, that, and the other. I I've seen that man in many many things, and he's never been bad. I've never seen him. The rubbish ever and yeah. this has basically confirmed to me what I, I already kind of suspected. The reason that that performance is shit and boring and dry is because that's what Bungie wanted.
0: Yeah, The totally. man went
1: to do a job. That's what they wanted. They could have given him a load of funny jokes from David Cross. That probably would have been really fucking funny. And I'm sure he would have delivered them with gusto. But Bungie wanted bland and he gave them bland. And exactly. then he was crucified for it. And um, no, it's not his fault. It's Bungie's fault.
0: Yeah, it's their direction. They... They got him to do that. Well, they wanted to play it safe, you know? Don't
1: offend anyone. Don't put any sort of alternative sort of quirk to it. Just make it straight down the middle, and then people can focus on fucking wasting hours of their lives on DLC and microtransactions, on their fucking cash cow.
0: I'm all over it, man. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get
1: on that. Number two... Uh Nintendo will continue to support the Wii U and 3DS after the NX launches. That's um Nintendo continues on their um quest for ultimate verbal diarrhea. Um they just keep releasing more and more statements. What it seems to be saying something new every day. Um what do you make of this? I just read your little basically- comments underneath and yeah, you you've said exactly what I was thinking as you read it like Why have they said 3DS? Yes. First thing that springs to mind, isn't it? Why did they specify that they'd continue to support their portable once their new hardware comes out, their new console? Is it
0: portable as well? Exactly. So
1: I don't see... I can understand them coming out and saying we're going to continue to support the Wii U. They're cutting the life cycle of the thing short. It's the very least the customers deserve. And... um, Hopefully there are games in development for the next few years. Anyway, I mean it's not like hundreds of games are coming out on that platform anyway, so yeah. um, continuing to support it doesn't <laughs> seem like that much of a stretch. But D- that why that say three
0: Yeah, we'll probably bring Zelda out on the Wii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> That's know. That's what they mean by that, but probably not. Um, but yeah, the 3DS that that really does jump out at you. Thinking like obviously like the NX, like oh, okay, like because obviously there's people think like how this thing's gonna be and it could be a portable thing that plugs into your TV, you know that thing. Uh, so yeah, maybe it, it's just a weird statement like you say. It's very strange. I mean, then, it
1: could just okay. be weird because it's from Nintendo. Yeah, um, which is standard. And there's a lot of speculation about what's going on there um, with the NX. There aren't really any details at this point. There's nothing. But, yeah, it. <laughs> I've just got an inkling that this is going to be, I don't know, something small and portable and something that you're going to be able to plug into lots of different things rather than your traditional big black box under the television, I think. There's something going on here. Maybe it'll have support for previous systems like the Wii U and 3DS. That would certainly kill the, the Wii U and 3DS. But um, I don't know. It, it was a strange statement. We can only speculate.
0: Yeah. Go on, Nintendo. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I really hope this thing's good. I'd love yeah, it man. if they just smashed it out of the park. Uh, next, number 3. I don't normally say number three, do I? I've gone for it. Number three. Fucking hell. Uh, Journey is coming to PS4 on the 21st of July. Uh, and it's free if you have it on PS3, I think. Right, it's Ash afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it blindly like Ron Burgundy with the yeah. auto cue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talked that I was, in. So just me to through reading it, I was like, I don't remember writing that. I'm
0: going to start putting stuff in this now if that's what you're going to do.
1: <laughs> and I'm a massive fan in San Diego <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool I've, if that's true
0: I believe it's free if you own it on PS3 already um, I saw it somewhere I think it was on Hot UK Deals as uh, as you know I checked that on uh, an hourly basis and I think <laughs> I read 18D. it on there um, yeah cool 21st of July sounds fun
1: another game I didn't get to play before and uh, we'll definitely pick up this time round
0: Yes,
1: I think so. Uh, next. <laughs> next. Minecraft Story Mode. Um, looks weird and shit and features the voice of Patton Oswalt. Um, and I'm a twat. No, see, you've done it. You've done it. I've done it right there. I read it. I read it for you. I, I read you it, did. I know. It um, had to be done. Have you watched the trailer for this thing?
0: Uh, yeah, I watched it earlier i don't know what do you think i don't know it looks like a youtube intro in a way <laughs> so like they, they're they just using what everyone else is using i'm guessing it's like well i think everyone uses like blender for their like minecraft intros now um so they can like animate their own characters and shit so it literally just likes looks like looks like that and i'm like well that, that's great it's a story in in the world of minecraft
1: Brilliant! It's going to be shit. I feel like Hat Films could have done a much better job with this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they do Telltale. like the they do all that stuff as well, don't they? And, like some of the things like I yeah, think like the filthy
1: a... animals and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that
1: stuff. <laughs> so yeah, the first thing that's really striking is it looks like it's running in at least a version of the Minecraft engine. The actual. Minecraft engine, it's not running in a telltale engine, is it? That's for sure.
0: Uh, I don't know because, like I was saying, like like, everyone does their stuff in like Blender and just like creates it. Also, I I don't know for me, I don't think it was in the Minecraft engine because it looked too polished and like the movements were like nice and fluid and stuff. So, I don't know. Whereas in like Minecraft, it's very like jolty, isn't it? Like you can't bend your arms and stuff like that. So, yeah true, uh, true. I, I don't know what it would be uh, running in but it's definitely got the feel of uh, of Minecraft the, like the mixture of like 2D and 3D stuff like so like the items were like flat as a pancake and like it was, I think it was like holding a diamond or something and uh, like one of the guys was like yeah I'm gonna steal this I'm gonna steal this I'm gonna steal this I'm gonna steal that I'm like yeah that's what you do in Minecraft you just go looting <laughs> But I I don't the know. The concept
1: of it, the voice acting, the fact that it's a story, like literally the point of Minecraft is that there, there isn't is one no of those. And yeah,
0: and that's where it's going to be confusing. It's I don't any know consensus.
1: anyone who's played Minecraft and gone, I just wish there was a fucking narrative here. Like, I don't know anyone who has ever said that. It's like because saying about a
0: racing game. It's like, oh, I really wish there was a storyline in this racing game. Exactly.
1: In this circuit racing game, I should say. There you go. And then you've got the, the polished, like, generic American voices. I mean, Patton Oswald actually, I think is quite funny and I quite yeah. like him. But but just the whole the whole tone of it is just... I find very strange. Ludicrous, Um, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't like it. (laughs) I thought the trailer was shit. I don't don't like the idea of the game. Um, I already have little to no interest in what Telltale have been doing.
0: You know, Um, it's going to sell shitloads though, just because it says Minecraft. Oh yeah, it
1: will. Well, just the 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 audience is already there waiting to lap it up. Yeah, um, exactly. It oh, was well. you know, similar to Walking Dead, really, if you think about it. People go going mental for that show, and then suddenly a game comes out. In
0: a way, yeah. And Back to the Future and Borderlands, like I
1: did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. But no one ever mentions Jurassic Park. No. Fucking terrible game that was. Anyway, um, yeah, have a look at the trailer of this thing. Um, see what you think. Maybe it's something that you might be into, but I just I don't know. Uh, in the words of me talking about the Elder Scrolls online, I just don't know what it's for. <laughs>
2: True.
1: I don't, I don't Next. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the follow-up to our fons. This is an, uh, another thing that Ubisoft were talking about. Uh, this is Eve Gimo again saying that um, the Watchdogs thing, uh, the Watchdogs debacle where everyone was kind of caning them for um, downgrading stuff uh, has caused them to sort of change their tactics, I suppose, their their procedures for previews and that sort of thing. Uh, Basically, they won't... It's now like a company rule that they won't show off anything that isn't running on like a target machine uh, and is playable. So they can't keep showing us these... Uh, this is what we're aiming at bullshit and then disappoint yeah. everyone three to five years later um,
0: you no know, that happened with I think it was like Halo 2 as well back in the day um, yeah but they, they they released their first like, I think it was teaser or playable thing and then everyone was like oh this is amazing and then they, they had to go and be like yeah no we can't do that my bad, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's happened in the past. It's it's nothing new. What watchdogs have done. I just think it was to the degree of of what it did. It was just a bit over the top. It was a real extreme. Yeah, it? It was, yeah. It's just a scotch over the top. I'd say. Um, so yeah, it's good news that they're like changing their procedures or protocols or other words beginning with P. Big fan of the. <laughs> AP. I
1: think the biggest thing really is that it it's not this is this was never a, a Ubisoft specific thing, but no. I think that Ubisoft, before any other developer or publisher, they show their stuff so early. Like Insane I think reality. that was literally it. Like everyone's been doing this in the industry for years, showing target footage, stuff running on a fucking eight-core thing with four titans in it and this, that, and the other. Um, But Ubisoft is more prevalent with them because they'll show you a game six years before they fucking release it. And they'll show you footage and make out like it's gameplay. And that's how they've ended up getting boned. Um, I think this is great news. It's certainly... It's heartening to hear after... uh, what we saw of Ghost Recon in their E3 conference Uh, that was my game of show and that was playable and running on a target machine so um, that makes me rather optimistic uh, and makes me feel like they aren't pulling the wool over my eyes once again
0: yeah definitely buddy Um, yeah Ubisoft getting better I guess (laughs)
1: It is getting better and staying with Ubisoft um, if you remember one of my um, one of the things that we were talking about during uh, when we were discussing their conference I was saying I wondered what Ubisoft Montpellier were up to. These are the the guys that make uh, the Rayman games Uh, I think they had a hand in Valiant Hearts as well Um, Quality Studio and I was hoping for another Rayman seeing as Legends was a remaster uh, in, in very early 2014, I thought maybe we'd get something like that. Um, it turns out they were working on Rayman, but uh, they were working on free-to-play runner Rayman Adventures for uh, mobile and tablet. Just what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this this would be the third Rayman mobile and tablet game. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tablet and my phone I just don't play games on my phone, but um, I mean, why would you pretty much exactly <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> but um yeah the <laughs> There was a mechanic on the Vita version of Rayman Legends, um, which wasn't on the PS4 one. Um, uh, Ellen had it on the Vita, and I played a little bit of it. And it's it was the levels where you had the little flying green thing. Yeah. You moved stuff as you were running. Um, on the Vita version, he, Rayman ran on his own through a lot of those levels. Um right. Which I found incredibly annoying. That's, um, yeah, that's dumb. Not being used to it. Uh, well, this is that. So... It seems to me like at no point... You're essentially tapping the screen to jump or um, <laughs> do charge attacks and stuff. He's, it, seems, it seems he's running on his own at all times. Um, and it's free brilliant. to play, I presume. Microtransactions, timed shit. Um, I, I don't want to talk confirmed. about this anymore. You want to just leave it at that? I just want to leave it because I, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. No, <laughs> I um, I respect you for that, and we will move on. Uh, and our last story in the news is uh, about F1. Uh, F1, a game that we have pre-ordered. Um, something Shit. we tend not to do, but uh, we have pre-ordered this. Um, by the time you're listening to this, we'll be playing it, or we will have been playing it for some time. Yep. Uh, but this is a bit she. Um, Something I kind of suspected already. Uh, It doesn't have a career mode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no story mode in this game, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) You can't... On on previous (laughs) F1 games, you could make a character, move from team to team. There was a sort of vague narrative there, um, and a trailer and all that stuff. Uh, It looks like they've done away with that, at least for this... Particular iteration. Um, it's just going to be a season mode where you pick an existing racer and race for the team that they race for, go through all of the Grand Prix for a season. Um, I don't really have a big problem with that, if I'm honest. I was never that bothered about uh, progression from season to season. I just want to play a year of F1 as a driver. I'm happy with that. There's also a, um, I think it's like championship. Pr- pro mode or something which is like a sort of um, difficulty plus kind of thing where they take a lot of a lot of the um, HUD away so you don't have it's more of a sort of realistic experience where you're limited with your camera views and you haven't got all the information on the screen all the time uh, a la video games. Yeah. So that sounds okay. interesting.
0: That sounds cool. But, you know, in the future, they'll probably have that shit in like, a heads up display in their visors anyway. So, it's, yeah. We're actually setting it's the true. future of F1. But, yeah. Um, bit of a bummer that hasn't got, like, the progression career mo thingy. But surely couldn't you just do a career as, like, a shit team and then be like, no, oh, in your head, you could be like, I've been poached by these guys and then move up to someone yep. else the next season. So, yeah, it's no different. You're
1: basically missing a couple of rendered. Um, like the trailer rendering and a couple of menus essentially there's not much going on there that you can't kind of use your imagination to enjoy i think more more concerning really is the fact that well, firstly, it looks like co-op career's been axed as well is um, there
0: co-op championships
1: uh well you can you can make a multiplayer lobby where you load a playlist of races and it keeps tally of points and so on. But the old games had an option where two of you could play through a career as teammates online yeah. um, that seems to be gone uh, as does all split screen play apparently there's no split screen on there either and you do wonder about these things to be honest because uh you know they've had what three years to work yeah, on this one they the normally one, only yeah. get a year um I think it's it's a bit poor that we're it's similar to when you buy the latest FIFA on a, on a next gen console the first yeah, the, a lot of the launch shocking. EA games and stuff are missing features that were were prominent in the the well sometimes you'll have a, a FIFA come out that the the last gen version has more options than the new gen version yeah. and this feels a bit like that except They've had plenty of time. Yeah, how long have we this? had
0: the PS4 now? Like nearly two years or something, and it's like yeah, yeah, on, yeah. It'll be,
1: uh, be two it? years in November. November.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: So yeah. Um, Bit of a shitter, I'm still really yeah. excited about this game, as you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, still a shame that there's going to be features missing. Uh, I don't really see the excuse, frankly. Especially seeing as, I mean, the the career thing, they've said they're hoping to bring that back in in the next iteration. So it's not like they decided that it wasn't worth having. They're, tell, they're basically saying they didn't have time to implement it. I, yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that. I don't understand that at all.
0: Oh, well. We'll have to play it on Friday, buddy. Oh, well, we have played it on Friday, buddy.
1: <laughs> we have played it on Friday and we will talk about it next time round. Yeah, indeed. Fair play. And that is the end of the news. Das News.
2: Dian News. La <laughs> <laughs> News. I like it. <laughs>
1: And now it's time for Out This Week. Yay. Come on then, what have we got? We're still in the barren, desolate wasteland <laughs> that is the summer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but there's a few um, notables out this week, though. Um, the first one is, I think it's R K or AR, it's, it's AR K, but they're all in capitals, so uh, fucked if I know. Um, ARK, The Great Escape, which is an adventure RPG. Uh, it's sort of a post apocalyptic thing. Looks very interesting. PC only, comes out on the 14th of July. Um, I watched the trailer before we started the podcast, and uh, I was interested, so uh, maybe you will be too. Have a look at that. Uh, also, out this week, Deception 4 The Nightmare Princess. Uh, you know all about that now.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> co- that's
1: coming out on um, all the Sony platforms PS4, PS3, and Vita uh, on the 14th of July. Also on PS4, The Fall, uh, which is a 2D side scrolling, sort of dark with torch game. Looks like sort of the swapper crossed with Limbo. Um okay. The swapper without the swapping kind of thing. <laughs> Looks quite interesting. God of War 3 Remastered is out this week on PS4. Um That's another franchise I've never played because I was a 360 gamer in the last gen. Um Did you ever play God of War? Yeah,
0: no? I played... I think it was God of War 3 I played uh, for a bit. I think I might have just got a demo of it and I was just like... I, th- I think that game just passed me by. I'd, if, maybe if I got in it like early doors, I'd, I'd be all over it, but I just wasn't fussed by it at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm sure loads of
0: people will be like, that is slander, but oh well.
1: Well, fuck those guys, buddy. <laughs> well, maybe. They're not on the podcast. Um, <laughs> if, if, it, if it pops onto BS now... Uh I I might have a go. I got an email from Sony today saying that they're about to adjust as in lower all of the PS now rental prices from oh, cool. stupid fucking money to presumably not so stupid fucking money. That's so
0: cool. um well, I was on there earlier. Become... I went on the, the now beta. Uh, and it's got Shadows of the Colossus and also ICO or ECO or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I was like, yeah, oh, very tempted. Because I think it was like six quid for a 30-day thing on it. And I'm like, six quid, 30 days, not too bad. But then I was like, mm, probably not. <laughs> so if if they drop th- that, then... I think it's yeah. too much. Yeah, I, th- I think that's too much for a rental Especially,
1: I still think that if these, if if you could buy the games, then it would be a far yes more interesting proposition. But I'm not willing to rent games for six pounds in 2015. You can absolutely do one, yeah, totally. Um, Especially last gen fucking games. Thank you. Um. Anyway, uh, Godzilla uh, is coming out on PS4 and PS3 on the 14th. Um mm. have you seen anything about this at all? It's probably the most underhyped game in recent memory. There's been no promotion for this whatsoever. I
0: have not seen anything about this game. So, well, it looks uh, Google is It, on it looks the case like right the old
1: now. ones, like the N64 ones, you know, Godzilla versus some other monster in, in a city. Um I, I don't know. I I feel like this is so underhyped and so undershown. It got no mention at E3. Uh, it has to be wank, doesn't it? It's gotta be. It has to be shit. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the reviews. That's all I'm saying.
0: What 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 do you do in the game?
1: I think it's like a fighting game. Oh my sort of. God!
0: I'm just on YouTube watching it, and <laughs> wow <laughs> this I know it's shocking! <laughs> this looks like the worst thing ever. this is flying around as like some sort of butterfly. What is this?
1: yeah, yeah, I mean Bandai Namco they were i think they were Namco Bandai at the time um they used to release these sorts of games all the time on on N sixty four, I think, had one. PS two, there was one. Um,
0: what was the, yeah. the the classic one? Was it like you know where you would fight each other? I can't remember. if like was like Godzilla and King Kong and all that. Like oh man, it's like on the snares or something. <coughs> I, I know
1: the game. That's what this okay, is. That's exactly what this is.
0: Okay, but in a three D environment. Except it's so twenty fifteen now. <laughs>
1: Uh oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also out this week, uh, Rory McIlroy PGA Tour Golf is finally coming out. Um, I I quite fancy this. I know, I've had a right? a golf game for ages. It's about
0: time to get a new golf game. It's been a long time. I, I think the last one I got <laughs> was really like 2012 is. when it was the Masters or something. Uh, I, I got that on PS3, actually. Um, and
1: I haven't had one since oh nine oh eight maybe.
0: Yeah, the Tigre.
1: indeed, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I think it's,
0: I think when that goes down in price or goes on sale, I think uh, we should pick that one up.
1: Yeah, it's got the uh, the silly courses as well, like the battlefield courses and stuff. That stuff's still in there, apparently. Big fan.
0: Like loads (laughs) of people are like, oh no, it's not golf. I'm like, yes, that's the point. It's not golf. It's uh, it's stupid, and uh, I'm a big fan of stupid, being stupid myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, I think that looks that looks like a a good laugh, and and I I like I like golf games. They're fun indeed. Uh, So also out Trials Fusion Awesome Level Max Expansion. Is out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Worth noting that everything I've mentioned so far comes out on the 14th of July.
0: <laughs> it's nice. I like it. It's a good day. I went back and played some Charles Fusion. Um, might be been this week, so I don't, I don't know why I didn't talk about it actually <laughs> uh, earlier in the podcast. because I guess I don't know, it didn't. It wasn't noteworthy. Um, yeah. I think it was, like, yeah, because uh, it's one of the disc-based games i got, so I played it when um, uh, PSN was down. There you go. That's why I played it. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Um, I... It's
1: no Trials HD, is it?
0: No, nah, like, every, every every sequel after, like, Trials HD um, has really kind of let me down. Not I don't know, not let me down, but every time I'm like, yeah. they because they of your to... immense
1: love for that yeah, game. Yeah, for,
0: for the original, I guess. Um, it's still a cracking game, I mean, but I'm, I'm so not fussed about riding a fucking unicorn as a cat. Like that, that can fuck off. I mean, good news, they've put the donkey back in now, which uh, is totally retarded, that bike, which is great. Yeah. But still. That's cool that that's back in
1: there. Yeah, but it is yeah, nice. No, I'm with you, I don't give a fuck about the unicorn or... Anything like that, but it
0: looks really weird. I watched a few YouTube things of it and I'm like, Well, that's just very strange. Apparently, it's got like some storyline to it as well, you know, and everything's better with the storyline.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Trials Fusion um, bringing out DLC, which isn't in the season pass. Great,
1: classic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, finally, out this week, Slash Dash is on the Xbox One comes out on the 17th of July uh, and it is a it looks like a top-down Towerfall Ascension I feel like we've I've said that before in a previous podcast about something <laughs> else yeah. uh, but it basically is you're in like a sort of maze level with a big wall around it a la sort of Bomberman um, but you're firing arrows which you can then go and pick up again um, looks quite a fun, cartoony vibe to it might be good okay and that is out this week. And now it's time for Fuck Wit Corner.
0: Enter theme tune now. Back
1: Wit Corner with Funk. with Wit Corner with Funk get Funk. Oh. now, 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 now <laughs> First up from Funk this week, he says I fucking love Gwent. Yeah, you do. I've never played any of those mecha dorky card games? <laughs> Can we all play something like that together? And more importantly, should we? Because at this point, we have our dignity after all.
0: <laughs> it's so true. We do have uh, our dignity before we play card games, but I lost <laughs> that a long time ago.
1: Yeah, talk to me, half stone boy.
0: Well, no, you say that, but like compared to like all the other people that play that game, I. I barely scratched the surface. I played it for about two weeks where people are still playing it now. It's, it's a massive game, buddy. People love card games.
1: It doesn't look like a massive game.
0: No, it's not. It's a very small It looks small like a game. table. It is. Yeah. But, I mean, massive game as in, like, millions of people play it and watch it live. It's got, like, two. See, this is the thing, shit. though.
1: It's weird. first I know that this is vaguely hypocritical. For example, uh, I like playing football games. <laughs> yeah. I like playing golf games. I like playing racing games. These are all things that I could do in real life with physical objects. Yeah. Uh, but I still enjoy doing them on my console or on my PC. Um, But card games... <laughs> I was going to say... I like playing
0: shooting games, buddy, I could do that in real life as well, but I don't
1: (laughs) (laughs) But card games, it just doesn't feel like something that's that deserves to be on my screen. Does that make sense? What
0: about like ticket to ride, buddy? You know? That's like a card game. Yeah.
1: That I know. Was fucking ace. Similar, similar though. These board game ones, like it was good. We played it because you were about 160 miles away. If you'd been around <laughs> the corner, we would have bought tickets to ride the board game, and you'd True. have been over every night playing it because you yeah. love trains. Love trains. I don't know. I've never got into any of these card games. I had a go of, um, is it Magica? Or, yeah um,
0: no those games are way too hard like there's just, too much to learn in those like the the good yeah. thing about Gwent is like it's very not simple, but it's quite straightforward to get into it and then you can obviously when you start developing your pack oh yeah you you have obviously more to choose from, and you can develop different tactics to use it's um it's a cool game so like pretty much you have like three types of unit you have close range middle range and long range um and uh you set them out on uh, each time someone puts one down you put a card down and then your opponent puts one down and you have like special abilities like so you can revive people or like uh you can hinder a certain group so like uh, you can put like fog down or something so that will hinder the medium range like the archers or something like that and the the thing about Gwent that I like is it's not super in depth it's quite easy to pick up and I think that's why Funk kind of likes it as well I'm, I'm guessing I think if he, he did look at like Magicka like you say then that that would not happen with that game. I mean, Hearthstone's another one that's also quite simple, but um but once again obviously can get very complex. But you know It's top
1: trumps, isn't it, basically?
0: <laughs> not really, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like my stats you are bigger than you I would and- yeah you I know
1: guess so. so you've got cards and they've got attributes and one beats another and that's hearthstone and top trumps yeah
2: <laughs> in a way i know yeah. i'm
1: simplifying things and also probably aggravating millions of people yeah. if millions of people were to listen to the justice if, of game, if podcasts. if
0: you want to simplify it even more it's like pick a card who's got the higher number or whatever game that <laughs> is you know a uh, race is high or not that's that's another question to ask uh, <laughs> So yeah, if you simplify it, everything comes down to, is mine bigger than yours? Is that what you're saying?
1: It seems that way. I, I <laughs> mean, I haven't got The Witcher and I haven't played Gwent, um, so I can't really comment. What I can comment on is uh, the second part of his question. Can we all play something <laughs> like that together? Um, well, no, we can't play Gwent together. Um <laughs> We can't play Hearthstone together, but I do think Magic the Gathering has a four-player mode. Okay. Um, I don't think that's out on PS4 at this point. It might be.
0: We used to play Uno as well, buddy.
1: Uno. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure that's what he means. (laughs) (laughs) My one's bigger, my one's green, your one's green. Game on.
0: Let's go. What have you been doing with yours if it's green? That's a bit weird. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not red. Oh. Danger zone.
1: Uh, I'd imagine Magic the Gathering will come out on PlayStation at some point. Um, maybe we could give that a go. I think, I'm think i pretty sure that's got a four-player mode. I'm not adverse to playing a card game giving it a go. But Yeah, uh, Gibbons.
0: We'll give it a go if something pops up. But Nothing has
1: grabbed my attention in the past.
0: No. Ticket to ride, though.
1: Yeah, true. It's technically a card game. Hmm. We've trained. Uh Fung's next question. Uh, how will JFG Alex's gaming time change when he's working full-time and moved in with his lady rather than this musician lark that lets him play games all day? <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question, Doctor. No one knows what the future holds. It's true. I mean, I managed to do pretty well for myself uh, having kids, a wife, and a full-time job. Um, so I don't know maybe if you could get into that regime that you'd be alright I guess
1: everyone does it differently I mean I know for a fact that Funk employs the second television method classic uh, to give the illusion to his lady that uh, they are spending time together whilst he is ignoring her and that's <laughs> that's a, a, a valuable tactic and one worth considering especially in this age of very cheap flat screen televisions indeed um I know that you have your you've basically made your your man dungeon in the kitchen um gifting the living room to your wife uh, and uh, allowing a, as little friction as possible for you to be able to game with me on a regular basis.
0: Indeed, so this developed through the two prong TV attack to start off with and uh unfortunately she got annoyed with me talking um to my friends and she couldn't hear the telly so um slowly i developed the kitchen method by taking the telly into the kitchen and then over due time i i was like hey you know i i am in the kitchen a lot how about i just put like a big fucking telly on the wall and use that and she's like uh, yeah that's good with me and then i ended up buying like a sound bar and uh you know i've developed it into um and then possibly soon into my little like man cave slash thing because i think i'm going to be moving like my pc and like my whole desk in here so i'll just have like the dining room would just become like my room and <laughs>
1: it's like the living room, buddy, but there's a, a fridge in there and appliances for cooking with.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, I <laughs> so, mean, you're only one step away from the garden shed, of course, which is the uh, the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, but I think you're striking true. a decent balance at this point.
0: Yeah, so uh, de- developing your own space uh, whilst uh, it being okay with the other half is uh, that's how it's done, mate. But yeah.
1: Now, of course. <laughs> There is a, a bit of a curveball here because my other half is a gamer who's been on this podcast, Indeed. has a PlayStation 4 and a Vita, uh, and plays hours of game gaming every week, um, so I don't really think that this this is something that can be predicted. Quite frankly, I know during um, this. There's like, just this, as much gonna... chance that I'll be on as much, and sh- maybe she'll be playing some games with us, or maybe I'll be on less doing local play. Exactly. Um, that seems yeah. to be dying out, couch co-op anyway. But uh, yeah, can't it's, predict it, it at this point.
0: <laughs> you'll end up being online next to each other uh, with me. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you two will be in the same room, and I'll be in the kitchen. Or in my kitchen, yep. not your kitchen, Yeah, be weird <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you say, the, the future, we, we cannot see the future or whatever And uh, we no. shall have to wait and see
1: We will see Indeed Sweet and shy, little old vomit set in place and the smile on your face you're a perfect picture in your
0: lavender and lace
1: Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. Uh, This week we have three questions from PJ. Is he trying to get his own feature? I think he's actually livid about Funquick Corner. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So he's, he's come in with gusto uh, yeah, and fair play to him. He's bringing the bacon. The first question, quite pertinent this week. Uh, PJ says, what is the best tennis game? Now, I don't know about Wii
0: Sports. You know, I'm thinking like the tennis on that. It's not technical. It's not, you know, it hasn't got any licenses or anything, but... It is fun to play, like, local, like, uh, multiplayer on that. Um, I play it with my son quite a lot. Um, So I don't know if that qualifies as the best tennis game. Um, Because I never really got on with fucking virtual tennis. It always just annoyed the shit out of me. I was like, oh, yeah, just generally tennis games in general annoyed the shit out of me. It, it was just a, a constant battle of just hitting the ball, and that was it. I couldn't get my head round. How, I mean, that is tennis—a constant yeah, battle I, of hitting the ball. Yeah, totally. But I, I don't know. I, can't, I couldn't get my head round why it was a fun game to play. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to go with Wii Sports Tennis because it's more about having fun than being a serious tennis game.
1: Well. I mean it does involve literally replicating the act of playing tennis. Yeah. So I would argue that it's actually more serious than virtual tennis where you're just sitting pressing buttons.
0: The, but okay.
1: IRL it is more
0: serious than playing virtual tennis.
1: <laughs> the best tennis game is Virtual Tennis 1 in the arcades. If you can't get it in the arcades it's best on the Dreamcast. Uh and if you can't do that then I suppose virtual tennis two or three, probably three on the Xbox three sixty.
0: No nah, mate.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think. I love virtue tennis. Always have. Um although that I think Virtual tennis two thousand and eight, I think was, was their fourth one. That was shite. Um that was three sixty. Yeah, um, that was dog shit. But, yeah, agree to disagree. Um, PJ's second question, what is Gwent? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we discussed this what earlier. What is Gwent, Ash? He, he should I don't know. really know either. He, well, I told you it's a card game. about. I well, no, know it's a
1: card game, but how does it work? How does it
0: work? I told you earlier in Fuck With Corner, like, vaguely it's how it works. It's Top Trump's. Yeah, it's like um, measuring penises with cars.
1: Okay, so um, PJ, Gwent is uh, top trumps, but in The Witcher 3. <laughs> yes. Uh, penises rather than, you know, cars or. Um, <laughs> yes. Whatever else. Yeah. Um,
0: Stats finally, from PJ,
1: and uh, are you tempted to get a steering wheel, what with F1 out this week and Project Cars and that?
0: We've had this question um, before from Bob, didn't we?
1: I think we did, yeah, and um, the answer's probably the same as before. I think I would have probably said, uh, yes, I would be up for getting a steering wheel, but only if everyone I was playing with also had one because I see them as um, possibly an advantage um, or at least unsettling the evenness of the playing field. Um
0: yeah, totally buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. I, I definitely would get one if one, um, I could just spunk money um, all the time. Um, and two, if everyone else had them at the same time, uh, like you say, because uh, <laughs> steering with a analog stick is a not so much of a nightmare but quite the ball because you especially notice it when you go into like first person mode and you're shifting the stick left and right and he's literally just going like bam bam like extremes to the left and right Um, because obviously like when you're racing sometimes you don't have like the finesse if you're not concentrating that much you just wham it to the left or right whereas if you had a wheel you know you could hold it at a certain angle and you could go around nice and smooth instead of like jolting it left and right and things like that. So yes, uh, I, I, I am definitely tempted to get one, but will I get one? Uh, not anytime soon.
1: I think the only way that it would happen is if all of, all of our lot that play on a Friday night who are going to be racing with us on F1 on Friday, for example, uh, who've been playing Project Cars with us up until this point, if we all go, right, at Christmas we're all getting a wheel. Yeah. Then, then Maybe I exactly. think, yeah, sure. Um, but it's not just the advantage aspect; it's it's also the hindrance. I mean, it works better than others. Some games work better than others with a wheel. I noticed on the Project Cars leaderboards, there seems to be more more of the fastest laps or with controller than with wheel. Uh, oh, I, really? I don't know why. Yeah, it's strange. Um, I know, obviously loads more people have controllers than have wheels <laughs> but you still think that the cream would rise to the top there you know you have a 100 people with wheels they'd be plastered across the top of the leaderboards if it was a massive advantage yeah so it true. looks like it possibly isn't on that game uh whether it will be on f1 i think codemasters themselves i've seen from developer diaries and stuff they're very snooty about the controller like I've seen, um, I've seen actual devs and programmers racing it, on their own game in videos with controllers and sort of saying, "Of course, we haven't got wheels here, so this is basically pointless." Nah. So they really <laughs> think nice. they think it's a massive deal. Um, yeah. maybe uh, slightly mad, decided to try and even the playing field there a little yeah. I like the fact that Project Cars comes up with an icon to tell you whether it was a wheel or a controller that's something previous F1s lacked I hope this one doesn't I hope this one's got that it's um, important to know when you're time trialling around Monza whether the person who's beat you by two seconds miraculously <laughs> uh, had a, had a huge advantage of a steering wheel or whatever
0: yeah, totally. Uh, it's definitely a good thing to know, I must say.
1: But yeah, I've I've never had uh, a video game steering wheel in my whole life. I've never had a wheel. I I had one years ago.
0: I think it was like on the PS2, but it was so shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we've come a long way now. The old Thrustmaster ones. They're, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you, you, can you drop four hundred quid on one if you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that, but. No, you know, like sixty, Decent seventy, eight. Decent one for a ton, though. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That, that, that's that's what I'm willing to pay up to for a I peripheral. think so because
1: the RRP of a controller is still like fifty odd quid, so you're only you're only talking double that for a steering wheel with pedals and and everything and you know customization. Yeah, so yeah, true. if uh, if we can all agree to get one at Christmas, then I
0: <laughs> then we'll do it sounds good
2: I'm in the sunshine again. Everybody in the
1: so I think that'll probably do us for uh, episode 18 of the podcast, How have you found this week Ash, uh, not melting is a, a massive improvement isn't it, on last week
0: yeah I'm definitely not sweating out all the booze that I've been drinking which is good news, I have had to go for a piss this evening which is nice
1: biologically probably is a good thing I would
0: suggest yeah yeah, it's it's been a good one Uh, I'm looking forward to this week because I'm (laughs) I'm guessing we're going to do some kind of F1 special next week it's got to happen yeah it is isn't it whenever we get a new game we're going to have to do a special on it because
1: it's not very such a marquee moment yeah (laughs) totally (laughs) yeah
0: So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, F1 special next week. Uh, And, yeah, game night's going to be a cracker. Well, it might be a game weekend, actually, possibly.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a game weekend. Um, Obviously, we're talking about events that have already happened. You may know better than we do. You can can be laughing. You're probably chuckling to yourself because the Codemaster servers all fell over on Friday (laughs) night. (laughs) <laughs> and no one could get on there. We haven't yeah, played totally. it at all up until this point, and you're pissing yourself. It, you may well be doing that. Um, yeah, uh, we don't have the benefit of hindsight. <laughs> but uh, but yes, racing special next week. I'm very much looking forward to that one. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We are Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. Twitter, we are at Justice for Gamer. Uh, YouTube, search Justice for Gamers and you'll find us. And we're also on Google Plus if that's how you choose to live your life. Uh, My name is Alex. I've been joined, as usual, by my good friend, Ash. Thanks, buddy. No worries, buddy. And we will catch you next week. Goodbye.
0: Fare thee well.
1: You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night, so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact@justiceforgamers.com, dot com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time.